again, and welcome back to another meeting of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max Newland. I'm your host and one of the chapter co-presidents. And with me today is another one of our uh, chapter co-presidents, my dear friend Max Kostrak. Hello. Hello. It's so nice to be here. The other Max. Max number two. Max A. Yeah. I love that we have enough respect for each other, Max, to never allow anyone to call us by anything else. We are keeping the Max. Yeah, that's that's what it that's how it goes. You you have to it's it's same hat, you know, but but yeah, with names. same hat. Exactly. Uh, and with me also today is our other chapter co-president, Stevie Matos. Hello, Stevie. Hello. Hello. How art thou? Um, I'm doing really great. I, and I thank you so much for elevating the language You're welcome. Uh, on this podcast. I do Shakespeare. I do Shakespeare Whoa. for money. Oh, she does real Shakespeare. I do. Talk about butts and boobs all the time on Shakespeare. So you're in your element yeah. for yeah. today. <laughs> Absolutely. You're really in your element today. So ready. <laughs> this is the kind of, this is the episode, like the stuff we watched, we'll get into it, of course, but like this is the kind of stuff where it's like at this meeting of the After School Anime Club, we got to be really sure that the faculty sponsor is not coming to this meeting. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. have fully distracted him. The blinds are down. We have yeah. put a, we have taped a piece of construction paper over the little window in the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if they do come in, we have backup anime. We've got some like Hamtaro yes. or something that we can throw on. Hamtaro is the backup. Yeah, yes. truly. But Hamtaro is like, oh god, Hamtaro. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get. We're gonna get to Hamtaro. We're gonna get to Hamtaro. Is there nudity in Hamtaro? I forget. Well, they're always naked. They're hamsters. <laughs> I was gonna say technically yes, they're hamsters. <laughs> Okay, well, before we get too into it, I want to start with, uh, you know, as always, I like to start with a little game. And uh, I'm pretty excited. Game. We've been able to meet some of the characters and get a feel for the universe. So um, I'm springing a new game on you. And this one I'm really excited about. This is a game called Fact or Fan Fiction. <laughs> okay, so, so Tenchi is one of the uh, rare like anime franchises where the anime came before the manga. So mm. in 1992, when this was released, there was not a Tenchi manga. There is now a manga called No Need for Tenchi. has 12 volumes. I read most of them as a child. And its story is even more bizarre and goes in even more uh, wild places than the TV show does. And so specifically what I have here is six scenarios three of which come from the Tenchi manga. And I picked them because this is an anime-focused show and there's other Tenchi series and I didn't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have three scenarios that are fan fiction that I got from either fanfiction.net or AO3. <laughs> um, and I just want to so be... scared of this I, one. I am truly sweating. I'm I have sweating. to be so clear about this. I did not read these. I just like skimmed them to get an outline of the plot. I do not <laughs> endorse any of these any of these fan fictions, especially because they kind of come from an era when it wasn't considered good form to tag stuff in your fan fiction. So, oh, because they could be anything. Yes, right, it could be absolutely right. anything. Um, so I'm going to name these, but do not go look them up unless you're prepared for that. So, okay, just be warned. Okay, so. 
uh, Kostrak, you went first with the last game. So we're going to start with Stevie this time. Okay. That's fair. So here is your scenario, and it might sound a little familiar. A woman oh, who looks exactly like Ryoko turns out to be the escaped progeny of a mad scientist who is trying to create the perfect sword. Is this a plot from the Tenchi manga, or is this fan fiction? This is from the Tenchi manga. That is correct. This is from a uh, uh, one of the early plot lines in the Tenchi manga. They run into this uh, like basically clone of Ryoko named Minagi, uh, oh. and basically she's just like, "What if Ryoko was nice?" Um, and then it turns out there's a villain who's <laughs> basically exactly like this fucking guy from these episodes. They pretty yeah. much rehash it, it all of it beat for beat. Uh, good job, Stevie. Thank you. I was like, it has to be from the manga because of what we just saw. Yes. Um, next up, Max, your scenario is this. Ryoko is badly injured in combat. Wounded mortally, her only choice for survival is to ask a mad scientist to create a duplicate body. But someone else will have to host her soul during the transition. Is this a real story from the Tenchi manga or is this fan fiction? My my gut tells me the lack of the the lack of context and the the, the fact that we're starting from the battle here. I, I think this is fan fiction. <laughs> Your instincts have led you in the correct direction. That is yeah. the fusion by Chronos Cat. Ah, yeah, oh. yeah. I figured we were looking at something like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a cool plot, though. I would actually check that one out. Yeah, that does sound like it's got some funny stuff going on. In yeah, it. Like, that would be fun. It's, who's going to be Ryoko's host? I don't know. Maybe it's Ayaka. That would be fun. I hope it's Ayaka. Deserves. All right, Stevie, you're next. Oh, no. Here's your storyline. Okay. This one might, might be kind of easy. <laughs> Ryoko oh, no. experiences a surprise pregnancy, but attempts to hide it. <laughs> The only person who finds out the truth is Ayaka, and this secret brings them closer together than ever. Why does this always happen to me? Oh, no. First off, oh, God. Um, um, this is fan fiction. Absolutely correct. That's yeah. mixed blessings Thank by God. Orphan Account. <laughs> okay. I was like, we only have 12, manga, 12 volumes of manga. Come on, this can't be in it. Um, so I'm kind of illustrating the... <laughs> There's a pretty wide gap in tone when it comes to the fan fiction that I was able to find for Tenchi. Uh, some of it is really goofy and light, and some of it is unexpected, stressful pregnancy. There was one where Ryoko and Tenchi get married, and then he becomes an abusive husband years down the line. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I think that says so much more about the author. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're bringing a lot what? to this. There's, oh, God. Okay, this, the score is two to one. Max, you're up next. Okay. Here's the scenario. Sasami is scouted by a reality TV cooking show where she ends up in the finals against a child who looks exactly like Kagato. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say fact because I want this one to be real. I, right. I really desperately want this to be real. This is a real story from the yes! tension. Yes! <laughs> Um, I can't emphasize enough that like they, the child basically is Kagato and his dad shows up and is just Kagato with a mustache. (laughs) Um, and, uh, Sami is the best cook in the house. Uh, she ends up winning 
Good. And uh, they have like this big honorable thing. It's it's very it's a very like uh, touching story in the end. <laughs> wow, we're doing she's great. A magical here, girl, magical with Asami. I didn't study. Okay, this is two for two of not studying this yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And you're you're doing really good. So you're up next here. Oh, I shit. don't have many left. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. Uh, so Stevie, this is your scenario. Sasami okay. meets and befriends a wolf and then a pack of wolves who help the gang learn a valuable lesson about family. This feels like the manga. When you're right, you're right. I should have made this game harder, I think. All right, there you go. I mean, if it's a lesson about family, come on. I used to write fan fiction. I used to write fan fiction, anime fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) That does give you a leg up. The good news here, Newland, is that whether it's Tenchi or whatever other show we do, this format can come back. Oh, and I yeah. think it might be more challenging on other oh, shows. Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Well, Max, this is your final one, and if you've been paying attention, you'll probably be able to get it before I even tell you the scenario. But here we go. With his home planet in turmoil, Tenchi can no longer sit absent from the throne to which he is entitled. He returns to become the Prince of Jirai. <laughs> is that not just what happens um i don't know uh i'm going to say this is fan fiction because i can't actually imagine him taking a throne that was the people's prince by damien yes that was a fan fiction story um, nice. sounds extraordinarily boring to me <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe there's hijinks in your eye I mean, one can only hope. I mean, otherwise, it sounds like an extort, a really boring place to be. Jer hijinks. I said it. <laughs> she did, Jer. and nobody can say you didn't. <laughs> sorry, I'm haters sorry. will say it's not real, but it is. Jer hijinks on Jer. Well, it's time for us to get up to some Jer hijinks. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we talk about these? Because we we're covering three episodes today. Yes, yeah, we are. and there's a lot to talk about. Yes. Yeah, there there's is. so much going on in these three episodes. So I'm going to try to blast through this summary as quickly as I possibly can. Okay, here's what we watched. Episode 3, Hello Ryooki, begins with a nightmare. Aieka's reliving her past memories of her brother-husband Yosho and Ryoko's campaign of terror. Speaking of Ryoko, she found an egg in the lake and is using it to cause problems on purpose. It turns out the living battleship Ryooki has been reborn as a cute mascot character. Later, a sprained ankle and a sudden rainstorm gives us an excuse for some potent sexual tension between Aieka and Tenchi. They talk a bit about the past and her uncertain future, and also about how incest is totally cool on her home planet, so don't worry about it. On the way home, they stop at the Masaki Family Shrine's Holy Tree, where Aieka identifies it as Yosho's spaceship, Funaho, and awakens its memories with the Master Key. Finally, Ryoko and Sasami appear again to close the episode with some Three's Company antics. Episode 4, Mihoshi Falls from the Land of Stars, is a Hot Springs episode, because you've got to have a Hot Springs episode, but it starts with a pitched battle in interplanetary space. 
Kagato, the most wanted criminal in the universe, is back. The space cops decide to kill two birds with one stone by sending their most problematic legacy hire, Mihoshi, on a reconnaissance mission, which she misinterprets as a straight-up manhunt. Meanwhile, on Earth, the extended Masaki family is making their annual trip to the hot springs, where Tenchi's dad attempts to bond with him by sexually harassing his house guests. Ryoko turns the tables, kidnapping Tenchi to the ladies' side of the spa, and after sparring over his attention, Ryoko and Ayaka come to blows. When the demon Ryoko summons goes out of control, it's up to Tenchi to save the day with his magic sword, but the fight is interrupted by Mihoshi's ship falling to Earth through a wormhole or something. There are some fun gags that help develop Mihoshi's character a bit, and the episode closes on another nightmare, this time Sasami's. Finally, episode 5 opens on a peaceful scene, despite episode 4's ominous ending. Tenchi tends to the field while Ryoko and Ayaka relax in a recreated version of the Mountain Hot Springs. Turns out Ryoko has known Tenchi since he was a baby, retroactively making the love triangle really creepy in both ways. Suddenly, Kagato shows up to advance the plot. The group confront him and he nearly defeats Tenchi with a lightsaber of his own. Before he can steal Tenchi's sword, its original owner reclaims it. Grandpa is, revealed in air quotes, to be Yosho in disguise, and he fights Kagato to a standstill until Ryoko, under his evil mind control, joins the fight. Just when it seems they've won, Kagato escapes with Ryoko. Tenchi reclaims the sword, and everyone sets off. On the way to Kagato's ship, Mihoshi's drinking habit comes in clutch, as it turns out that being drunk makes it harder for Kagato to use his mind control on Ryo Oki. Aboard the remains of Ayaka's ship, Tenchi activates the mysterious Lighthawk wings to defend against the Soja's ultimate attack, but is seemingly destroyed. In a fit of rage, Ryoko escapes her prison and finds a bloody cloth among the wreckage. As the episode closes, she vows to make him pay. I just I love ended these, on a cliffhanger. I just love these recaps. They're just written so well. Newland, oh, you're just so you're so great, Newland. Uh, just so someday, someday maybe somebody can co- you know collapse them all together. So it's like you're. It's kind of like watching Tenchi, but it's really just me telling you about Tenchi. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're great. They're Max Newland presents movies. Wikipedia's Tenchi Muyo. Tenchi Muyo. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Correct. So. Uh, there's a lot of exposition in these episodes. It's pretty yeah. much all exposition. Mm-hmm. I would not say it is all exposition. Oh, there's a lot true. of other That's stuff. <laughs> there's a there's there's a bunch of there's but there's enough exposition to be like we set up the majority of this whole story and the whole point of it in like these two episodes, especially in episode three, um, mm-hmm. was like super exposition because they explained and kind of tried to justify the brother husband stuff. Yeah. yeah, can we just stop dude. and talk about the 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 love triangle in the relationship that you you touched on here, yeah. yep. Newland, in in the recap? So first, let's look at the Aika side, and and we're jumping around all the episodes here, so there's sure. no spoiling going on. But I mean, this is really between Tenchi and Aika. This is every teenager's dream, right? To be the stand-in for your alien girlfriend's brother husband, who is your dad. <laughs> it's not your dad. It's your grandpa. grandpa. But I take your point. Grandpa, that's, that's worse. That's worse. That's so much worse. <laughs> so I want to make I, w- I want to m- mention something up at the top. In the first episode, I kind of said that you can consider this OVA to be like the source book for Tenchi. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually more accurate now. Now watching this and knowing the memories that I have of of the rest of the franchise, I think it's more accurate to call this a rough draft. Got it. This Great. is the pilot. Yes. The OVA yeah. is the pilot. A lot mm-hmm. of things change. One of the key differences between the OVA and the actual TV series is, number one, Ryoko and Tenchi do not have any history. When he meets her in the first episode, he's meeting her for the first time ever. Okay. And number two, the relationship, the like blood relation between Aika and Tenchi does not exist in 
Mm. Oh, Two good. very smart choices. Yeah, those 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 clear up a lot of things very easily. Also, I said that uh, in the OVA, not everybody is in love with Tenchi, um, but that was proved wrong. That is a yeah. uh, Tenchi Muyo TV series invention where it's just mm. a love triangle with some other characters in it. Uh, it. As we see in this one, Mihoshi has like a little burgeoning crush on Tenchi. Right, right. Like I, I my thing with the Ayaka grandpa thing is that like I think the thing that really like kind of threw me at the time well i guess you know what i know why it didn't i just i just explained that out it was like why didn't ryoko react to that and then it's because ryoko was possessed at the time but yeah like <laughs> i literally ryoko was possessed because i think ryoko would have been like you've been here this whole time because it's the entire reason why she was mad because theoretically that uh-huh. means that grandpa like sealed her away and like mummified mm-hmm. her for like 200 years i think my favorite thing about Aika, i guess it's, i guess we kind of get this in like Aika's dream about how um Aika somehow never knew how exactly her yeah. brother husband can't say it without wanting to throw up was a <laughs> was like her half brother like how did you not know but then at the same time it's like i guess it makes sense because you were very small per your really sad dream you had i think there is a line where baby ayaka says brother one day we will be married or yeah something she like absolutely that. does yes. and it's one and day it's i will real. be your bride is the <laughs> <laughs> so i so i sew while i watch tenchi because i have a lot of things that have just like lost buttons like i truly sure. really have and then you reap when we talk about it on this podcast i do i do <laughs> no but i was sewing and when she said that i nearly stuck a needle through my thumb because mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like okay i don't know <laughs> you're like six why are you thinking about this at the same so that's another question that i have like so this scene occurs when Ayaka is a baby. So her only memories of Yosho are from when she was a very young child. Yeah. Or, or did she grow up with him and then he had to leave? I, I, I don't think it's made clear, really. It's also not super I, important, I guess. Yeah, but because, because they jump, because they, they refer to this, this dream in the episode prior, but she's the same age, obviously, in both parts of the dream. But mm-hmm. does anybody I don't think he says anything about having to leave. I think they're just talking about the future as if like she's just been betrothed to him. Yeah. And then the Ryoko thing happens. So I guess somewhere in the timeline, Ryoko comes and like starts messing stuff up on Jirai and then Yosho has to go chase her. Right. And like take care of it, I guess. I don't Mm -hmm. remember. I don't think so, but I don't think there's any reference to it um, between the time of when like she gives him the lily and it's like, it's the color of your eyes to like when we meet her and she's like, I've got to go find my brother husband. Where is he, let's, Ryoko? Let's over the Yosho side of that for a, oh, like yeah, the Yosho yeah. side of that for a second. Yeah. He doesn't, it, Grandpa doesn't really seem to, like he's surprised that she was all like, let's get married and is still into that, right? Yeah, because he's all like, oh, you wouldn't like me because I'm old. Because he immediately tries to throw Tenchi at Ayaka together. He's like, I assume we were done when I became an old man. (laughs) Right. So it's like, cool. So you obviously emotionally were not aligned with Ayaka at all on this. Also, he um, had started a secret family on Earth, I guess. Um, So. I don't know. I just I think about truck drivers and their secret families. Not every truck driver has a secret family, but many secret families are made by truck drivers. Yosho's the truck driver of the situation. I don't know. Intergalactic long haul space um, tree trucker Yosho. <gasps> uh, Matt Miller's Yosho voice is too funny to be real. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe th- that. Like that's the final draft that they went with. I know. It's so he he sounds so bored. 
You mustn't use these these flowers for a happy occasion. <laughs> it's almost unbelievable. <laughs> he just, you know, because his voice is gentle, but it is absolutely emotionless. <laughs> yeah. There's no real, he's just reading it. Like. <laughs> Just read the lines right off the page. <laughs> you need a you need a counterbalance attention going, oh like I guess like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so this entire Aika situation and Yosho is uh, a a big fucking mess, uh let's mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, this is why I was really last two episodes ride or die for Ryoko because this Absolutely. seemed to be there were lasers and things but this seemed to be a somewhat healthier relationship in my eyes and instead we get this reveal that Ryoko has been watching Tenchi since he was a baby yes yeah, she's been phantom of the operating Tenchi the entire time <laughs> did they have to include the shot where she's like intently watching him pee <laughs> That was definitely, definitely, definitely cut from the Toonami broadcast. I blocked yeah. that I've out. I've never seen that before. So fast. I blocked that out so fast. It was like, I I cannot condone can, this. Can I tell you something else super weird about this um, flashback sequence? Um, yes. Please. Uh, just like always, I watched it with the, um, with the subtitles on so I can see the differences. In the dub, Tenchi is mourning the death of his grandmother in one of these scenes. Mm-hmm. In the original script, that's his mom. Wow! They changed it to his grandma it. for some reason. Well, because in the dub, the woman who comes to get him from like the the essentially where he's being a cat and he's looking at a ghost, um, yeah. is his, he says like grandma, like he refers uh-huh. to her as grandma. So my brain went, oh, did his mother die in childbirth? That was my assumption, but maybe not. But yeah, that's really weird that they didn't that they changed that from mother because that would explain why she's not around at all, and also explains dad being a weirdo with the souped up VHS recorder in the first episode. This also is uh, here's another weird one. That's Patria Burchard, re- same voice actor as Ryoko, playing Tenchi's mother slash grandmother in these flashbacks. Huh. That just adds another layer. <laughs> into all of this <laughs> more thanks layers so much i hate it thanks so much i hate it um what do we think of rio oki <gasps> we enjoy rio precious oki? baby right what don't we think of rio oki i adore rio oki. It's, this is the Love cat it. rabbit that appears out of an egg that yes. is the re- is now help me understand does the ship asexually reproduce and this is the offspring like it is it is made a new ship my understanding is that it is like a phoenix situation in that uh, it, that it makes like more it sense gives mm-hmm. birth to itself again mm. yeah. Um, yeah yeah that's what they mentioned in the episode where it's like well it was destroyed so it, it essentially recreated itself it's like okay cool that's great. that's actually a really cool sci-fi like because we yeah. think about you know uh you think back to like dragon ball z and the saiyans getting stranded on earth or any mm-hmm. sci-fi mm-hmm. where it's mm-hmm. like you crash land you're you're done this that's is where it. you you're live here now, now. And this seems to be like a really nice way to solve that problem. Yeah. And also it will sell you hella merch. Yeah. And also yes. we have to get, uh, we have to make little plushies and stickers and t-shirts of Ryuoki. Yeah. I'm getting, I'm looking up stickers and stuff ASAP. Something that is also weird in this is that there's like contention over what pronouns to use for Ryuoki. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were some people like Ayaka. They're all over the place. Ayaka thinks that Ryoki is a boy. I think I missed this. Yeah, Ryoki calls Ryoki is called a boy by Ayaka, but I think Sasami calls Ryoki a girl. Like it's you, and of course because of, of the time, it's you know they only stick to the binary, so they never mm-hmm. refer to Ryoki as they them, um, which I did clock because I was like, I feel like Sasami has been saying girl to Ryoki, and then mm-hmm. when. And then when Ayaka got mad at Ryoki for scaring her, and then Ryoki cried. God. Very sweet. Um, <laughs> um, Ayaka called uh, called Ryoki a, a boy. Said him. Yeah. The um, subtitles are the subtitle script sh- uses she pronouns for Ryoki in this episode. He pronouns in the next episode. Um, okay. So even the even the Japanese version can't really make up its mind about Ryoki. Got it. Well, what I the, what I've made about Ryoki is that Ryoki's adorable, and uh, I would completely agree. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna it's a rabbit cat, a, right? It's a rabbit cat. Yeah, we got yeah. a cabot, folks. Cabot. Repeat. Cabot alert. There, there's <laughs> loves one. loves carrots, hops around, <laughs> meows. Yeah. Jewel in um, the, jewel in the forehead. Sometimes turns into a big spaceship. Sometimes it just turns into a big spaceship. Yeah, sometimes it's spaceships. I would I would like a cabot. I see no qualms with having a cabot. Where to park it? Doesn't America's matter. new favorite pet is in. The cabot. <laughs> We've decided. The yeah, absolutely. And hey, Ryooki also immediately replacing the blue ferret that Sasami was seen with in episode two. <laughs> Yeah, what happened to that thing? That thing's Did fucking die done. in the crash. In <laughs> true, in, in true neutral chaotic fashion, Sasami went, "Fuck you, you're out." Yeah. No, Sasami <laughs> doesn't do shit. In. Sasami does start shit. She's a fucking pot stirrer in these episodes. She, she stays. She stays stirring pots. She was like, "Ayaka, come out to the hot springs. The water's fine." Oh, did I forget to mention Tenchi? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> That's Sasami all day. I'm bad. I stand Sasami. Oh, the naughty moment behind the rock? I have incredibly strong memories tied to this because when I was a kid, I watched, I loved watching Tenchi Muyo on uh, Toonami. And I remember one day uh, I was, uh, I I, I went to a babysitter's after school instead of going home because my mom had to do late work. Mm -hmm. And this was the episode of Tenchi that was on. Oh boy! Oh, no. And again, this is July 2000, so I was nine years old. <laughs> I just often wonder what the, what they were thinking as I was uh, watching the Hot Springs episode. Can, can I say i i could I could talk for hours about the idea of of contextual versus non contextual anime watching? Like anytime I am I am watching an anime, and I know there's someone else in the vicinity who can see this that does not understand what's going on, yes. all I can do is put myself in my head. What are you thinking about? What is this? How, how do you clock this? Yeah. That's 100% all my brain power immediately gets devoted to thinking about that situation. 100%. Because, like, I have definitely, like, when I had a roommate, um, my roommate, my old roommate is amazing, um, but um, but, but. I, would, I would walk in on him, you know, watching something like Jormungand, or I'd watch, uh, walk in him watch, uh, watching, like, Ace of the Diamond, and obviously because I am also an anime watcher, 
you know, I'm coming in like that black one with the glasses at the award show gif, like chewing gum, being like, real what's going on real. in here? But um, <laughs> it's very much, yeah, it's very real recognize real. But there is a moment where I have definitely walked in on like, maybe there was also one that was like about rollerbladers. That one, I was like, oh, what damn, the fuck okay. is this, my guy? What is this? What is this one? Because it was really weird. And I was like, I don't understand this one at all. And he was like, no, 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 it's, it's cool. Just wait, just wait. And I'm like, Okay, I know what it means to just wait when you're talking about anime because you might have been at a weird point or a filler episode mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like, do you are you worried that I'm judging you? No, kind of a, a titch, but it's fine. Maybe it'll shake out. <laughs> the judgment of an anime fan is something that I can bear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I can shoulder exactly. that burden. Correct. All anime fans are constantly judging every other anime fan <laughs> from moment. It's to a moment. given. We know it. And yeah. Then, yeah. But then the normies out there, we're not sure if they're going to be like, oh, cool, this is strange, but it's all right. Or if they're going to be like, what in, what on God's Are going to walk earth? in and see any single individual frame of an episode of JoJo's? <laughs> <laughs> I will put in the Discord the man who was doing redneck anime TikToks for you. And he did That's... JoJo and it's very good. I will watch that. There's a moment in episode three I'd like to address, and I don't know if this stood out to you guys. It's when Ayaka is, she stumbles upon Tenchi and Grandpa doing sword training and she falls and hurts herself. Oh, yeah. Tenchi looks down at her ankle and the line as I hear it is, red blood. Yep. So it's uh, because he What's knows going here? that she's an alien. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. But, but at first, I was like, "Good job, Tenchi. You learned something <laughs> in biology that class." Red, because, yeah, because two episodes later, oh Gato has green green blood. blood. Yes. So it does. It does come full circle. But initially, I was like, circle. "Yeah, you didn't. What? What grade are you in, my guy? You're 14, so you're ninth grade. Okay. He's 17. You know. it's critically, oh, 17. Ninth yes, grade. He's a 17 year old boy." <laughs> 17 and i'm like red blood okay you listen somewhere but yes no then kakuto's <laughs> blood is in fact green and at first i was like this is that was a very that was a why did you dub that and then i realized that it made sense later but yes there's not a whole lot more to say about episode yep, three yep. i don't think um it's very very potent tenchi Ayaka ship bait in this one they were really want i guess mm-hmm. i guess they just wanted everyone to have they wanted everyone to feast yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody gets a little treat. They accomplished that. The um, the you know, coming out from from the rain to the fire sort of scene. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Your classic. They're really you know making it a warm setting. Uh, but let's talk about episode four. <laughs> four. A bit more. Yeah, dude. Oh, okay. Boy. Okay. 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 So I know that Onsen, I said- our our hot springs episode. Hey, hey, let's go. I know that I've talked about how much I love Ryoko. Ryoko's the best. Um, mm-hmm. but really the situation with me and the characters in Tenchi is more like, I adore everyone except Aika. Sorry, Aika fans. <laughs> M- Mihoshi, one of the best in my Mihoshi's great. Mihoshi's great. Mihoshi's great. Mihoshi. <laughs> Mihoshi's, Mihoshi's me brilliant. like every day of the week that ends in Y. Mihoshi's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> Mihoshi's one of my favorites. She has a great theme song. Um, they give her a partner in the Tenchi TV series that nice. like, I was going to say, I thought I had seen like a screenshot of, of from one of the promos or something, but it's just her in, in this six episode run. Yeah. Can we, yeah, can yeah. we talk about that? One of the people in like space cop PD 
<laughs> looks dead ass like Spock. Yeah, I oh, can yeah, we talk about the Spock this. cameo? He gets, this, he gets killed. It's it, it almost feels like commentary because yeah. Spock shows up and he's got an eye patch or something for some reason. Yeah, he does. But he gets he shows up for about ten seconds specifically to just get murdered. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I was like Leonard Nemo, and it feels like take this Star Trek. Yeah, <laughs> now we're much. this is Tenchi, and we're taking our stand. Yeah, pretty much. But I was like Spock, and then he died, and I was like, see you later, I guess. I really appreciate her being like whatever at her job, and she's yeah. just like like covered in crumbs and i was like this is re- i feel so seen how do you all relatable <laughs> i was like why are all these women me at different parts of the day she's a messy girl everybody <laughs> likes a messy character she's such a messy gal a messy drunk space cop oh yes <laughs> that's right apparently uh, n- not only a legacy hire but actually good at her job even though she causes a lot of collateral damage yes yes Yes, she that's is. A, she's, that's a great trait, not just a mess. Right. Can't fire me because I still get the job done. Mm-hmm. Never mind the wreckage and, left in my way. Grandpa will, grandpa will fire you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but I do, I do like her because she's still, she's still like, she's not toxically positive, but she's still like this beam no. of trying to find the good in everything, even when things are going horribly wrong. Like when our darling Cabot bit her gun in half and she was Dude. like, Oh no, p- please hold still, but please also don't eat my gun. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. The Excuse gag me? with her like wristwatch device and Ryoko, when Ryoko gives it back oh, to her yes. and is like, so try- Ryoko's trying to get her that to realize me. that I'm a dangerous criminal. Incre- the line, are you a jeweler? The read, incredible. Because <laughs> it was such a good build and I would have been just as delighted if it was a slow realization of who Ryoko was. But then when it went completely in the other direction, I too fell out of the chair. So yes. <laughs> it's like, no. I don't usually get caught off guard by a joke in 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 this uh, timeline, but like the, they really built it up like she was going to reveal. Yes. And then the jeweler line. Um, 10 but it out of worked 10. out because her statute of limitations had expired. So technically, Ryoko was no longer wanted. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't but it care. was. And that was what I was thinking right before she said jeweler. I was like, wait, but Ryoko can't be wanted. And then she's like, jeweler's like, oh, no. <laughs> Even better. It, this kind of illustrates even more that like Ayaka's whole deal in this is extremely personal and only yeah. initiated under the lightest of pretenses. Correct. 100%. Oh, um, quick thing about episode three before I go back to episode four. One, yeah, yeah, really want to comment on that, on the way that they built that relationship between Tenchi and Ayaka. One, because Ayaka was an absolute just like PETA at the beginning of that episode. And so it was really nice to see how they kind of talked about her having this grief and like having like, working yes. through it um mm-hmm. but also that was also just like really pretty that was just like a really beautifully like animated and drawn like sequence of panels like them oh, at yeah. the fire and her being yes. wet and them drying off it was actually beautiful <laughs> i was like i need that shade of purple everywhere in my home this like, show is gorgeous it's this gorgeous. Show's unbelievably beautiful um gorgeous. i talked about it in the discord chat and i've talked about it on twitter a lot um mm-hmm. already but like there are hand painted backgrounds that are on screen for like maybe 10 seconds that are incredible. Yes. And if you're watching the like HD version of it, you can even see this is one of my favorite things in like watching old HD cartoons. You can see the shadows of the animation cells. Yeah. Oh, it's Ooh. so cool. It makes yeah. me, I, I go like, Oh, awesome. Every time I see it. 
Yeah. So that was the thing I wanted to, but jumping forward, using that, mm -hmm. that thing in three, and also to reinforce what you just said about Aika and how this is completely a personal thing for her. It is completely how when Tenchi, when during the onsen scene, like the complete, almost all the onsen stuff, she comes out, she sees Tenchi talking to Ry or Ryoko talking to Tenchi and she immediately gets like legitimately hot. Like she gets like mm -hmm. super mad about it. And it's like, mm -hmm. as if like everything that she talked to Tenchi about in the shack did it matter she like mm -hmm. she absolutely 16 year olded all over that thing and i was like i hate you but i love you because i hate you <laughs> and, and this is a great yes. character moment for ryoko as well because ryoko's behavior is also being informed by that exact situation yeah. she's like all over tenchi and because she's jealous now it's right she's become like actually mm -hmm. jealous of the bond that he and aika have mm -hmm. and so she's trying like she's turning it up to 11 basically absolutely 100 percent. and oh man oh i i am actually very disappointed in aika for this these swaths of episodes because i started making a list of all of the insults and i only got two insults <laughs> out of aika in regards to ryoko what were those really? two it was fossil woman okay <laughs> and okay. and um and what did she say she called her a fossil woman i think also in episode three because it was about the egg and a monster woman which wasn't necessarily yeah. fossil woman less was better creative. less creative <laughs> But when Ryoko got back to, I mean, you shouldn't be making comments about people's bodies. But when Ryoko got her with mm -hmm. the boob comment, I was like, dang, mm. I mean, you, you out, ma'am. Uh, a quick shout out to Ryoko's VA also in this episode. Yeah. She yeah. hits the word naked like nobody else has in my entire, like, I heard naked. it reverberated out of the computer. Naked. <laughs> yes. It made me She's sit brilliant up performer. I, I think these oh, three episodes absolutely. are some of her best performances. <laughs> yes, I agree. 100%. And what I, I mentioned this in the Discord as well, but I did go back and watch um, episode four alone uh, mm -hmm. in the, the to original Toonami broadcast, simply because I was so curious what they did with yeah. the, the hot mm -hmm. springs with the nudity. And, and the answer, as, as we had discussed, is... Um, they just added some swimsuits over everything. Uh, but like, I think it was a lot of work. It was so much work. Obvious as it turned out. Had to have been. <laughs> it was so much work. So much work. And when you look at Ayaka completely too, it's like, I look at Ayaka versus Ryoko. Ryoko needed a bathing suit. Ryoko completely needed a bathing suit um, for, for essentially, the, for, the, for the daytime airing on Cartoon Network. Ayaka mm -hmm. didn't actually need one, so it was like, why, why did you why did you do that? She was sitting in a towel the whole, there was one time where she's not. <laughs> to keep up with the continuity of they are all in bathing suits and this is totally normal. Right. There's no nudity. <laughs> That's how they do it in Japan, right? Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They, ba they bathe in the nude, or, or they bathe in swimsuits. It's a nation full of never nudes. Um, mm -hmm. And it's so brave of Tenchi Muyo to bring that to the world stage Correct. so we can get some attention. The, we can For just pennies a day, you can help someone who is unable to fully... <sighs> Um, uh, disrobe. <laughs> there are dozens of us. I, I have, in <laughs> fact, improved my my credit with underwear, so I understand. Mm -hmm. Savage by Fenty. Okay, I absolutely improved my credit with the Rihanna Fenty panty. Brand. Are you talking about like credit score credit? Yes. <laughs> you saying your credit score is higher because you buy the right underwear? Correct. 
They check I'm for not, that? I don't know. It's a, we don't have. It's, it's too long to explain on the podcast. We don't have time to legitimately this. improve my credit buying lingerie. So if you want to check know, out Stevie's Twitter for a, a step-by-step breakdown of how ask. you can improve your credit score. And when when we're ultimately sponsored by Savage, um, then we can then we can talk more about that. Please, absolutely. Did any of you guys catch that Tenshi Sword makes the actual lightsaber noise when he turns it on? No. no. <laughs> it actually goes it's like so natural lightsaber. I must have just not clocked it. Yeah. yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Oh, talking about spaceships. I really like how this the second spaceship um Grandpa's, I'm just going to call him Grandpa because I know he's Grandpa now. Grandpa's spaceship became like the tree slash the shrine, which I thought was really, really cool. Also, another animation moment that made me go, whoa, uh, with all the cool rainbow lights. Um, But I like that. There's one more neat connection there. They mentioned that they prayed to the tree to change the weather. Yeah. And it's at the beginning of episode three that Ryoko mentions that, oh, they don't have the technology to change the weather on this planet. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly a connection there that them praying to the tree may have actually like legitimately altered the weather. Right. Right. Because when Ayaka gets up to it and she's like, Oh, I can't, we can't actually use the ship because it's taken root. And so it Mm -hmm. won't go anywhere. And they have the whole, you know, memory flashback thing. Um, Yeah. I was like, that's really cool. How like, that's just like a, that's a, a, even though like while we have discussed that Jirai essentially colonized earth, I kind of like how like that's kind of what they did. Like that was a way, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. they, detail. Yeah. It's a cool little detail. I kind of like that. Even though there's only six episodes, they, there are moments where they're like, I mean, there's lots of moments, but moments like that where they're like, this is how this worked. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, for how much plot they jam into these six episodes. I mean, they right. really are moving yeah. fast. The amount of other little details and pieces that you can pick up on is, is pretty fascinating. It's an mm-hmm. entertaining watch. It is. It's a really good time. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about uh, Kagato? I like Kagato. He's a proper mad scientist. I like Kagato. I do not understand why he put Ryoko in a um, uh, uh, oh, yeah, played out Aladdin. The end of the movie Aladdin. <laughs> ah, I was not thinking of Aladdin, and now I'm broken for the rest of yeah. the day. Sorry, that's all I can think of. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did put her in a giant hourglass. <laughs> Where does this meme come from? Like, where, like, memetically, like, I want to know, passed down through the years, trapped in an hourglass. Yeah, I didn't understand. I was like, why would he secure an hourglass? Although I did like, I like this like extra subplot about how Ryoko might not just be Mm -hmm. Ryoko. Like, Ryoko's not just like this demon. Yeah, she's special. She was made. Like, I was like, what? Also. I will cosplay as Ryoko specifically fighting me Ryoko because I was a bitch in that red and black outfit. Oh, that's so so sexy. Oh my God. I want it. Ryoko has so many great costumes in the show. Um, That's one of them. I really enjoy the, um, the blue and yellow striped thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That one was Uh, also really cute. Have you guys noticed her tail? Yes, I was going to bring this up. Um, was that in the first episodes we watched? No. She does not actually have a tail. It is an item of clothing. Oh. This is word of God but from the creator. it moves like a tail. This yeah. is what the series creator has said that it is an item. It's a belt and it reacts to her emotions. I don't know why. Oh, so it's like those weird ears they sold. Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Got it. Okay. It reacts That's- to your brain waves. That's also, according to the, uh, so according to the creator, also all of her clothes are like 
you know, constructs that are, that she creates out of pure energy or whatever. Oh, I like that. I like that trivia so fact. Fast. That's fun. I like that. That actually so. explains the quick change aspect too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. It's a good like continuity cover. So I don't hate that mm-hmm. at all. Um, but yeah, no, I like Kagato. I like Kagato and I'm, I, I like that they kind of set him up to be like this bigger, badder force that they yeah. all have to like work to uh work to overcome so i'm like want to know how they like wrap this up in six and seven or like what they do with it because here's he's the great got a thing lot of fodder yeah it, it gets wrapped up in six. Oh my god okay seven is wow. a cooldown episode um and it's got one it. of the it, it is one of the most beloved episodes of the series okay wow okay okay we've got some stuff to look forward to yeah the thing about yeah. tenchi that I love and that most Tenchi fans are really into is not so much the plottiness, but the character relationship mm-hmm. um, stuff, which is, I mean, it's all great. The plots are really fun and breezy, even when they get serious, but the character relationships are like the heart and soul of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so much fun to watch them do stuff in like low stakes situations as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have that balance for a show like this, especially. Yeah. With what they're, trying to accomplish it's it's that high and low stakes oh man and we still have one character to meet who is i also love i mean i'm gonna say that about every character i love all these characters they're really fun (laughs) um did any of y'all watch the preview at the end of episode five yes i did uh it doesn't give you a lot you know i'm used to that dbz style where the narrator tells you stuff happen next episode (laughs) yeah no no this is just jamming tunes and screenshots they mm-hmm. tell you there is a narration in the Japanese voiceover. Oh, they've they just, just cut didn't it entirely it? for the English broadcast. Yeah. That's so lame. But yeah. that's I like. I don't just mind it. It's so lame. But yeah, really, absolutely. They're like, oh well, we don't have the hey. bandwidth for this. Um, we don't want to pay Matt to do any more reading. He's already done a lot. <laughs> Pretty much. I I I I agree with that. Like how the relationships are the important thing because we even get a glimpse of that in the second onsen scene with all of the women, even though um, yeah. Even though all three of them trying as hard as they can to intentionally fail the Bechdel test. <laughs> I just, <laughs> Let's I all just, talk about how we have the hots for Tenchi for 10 minutes. I, you know what? That's what I was thinking when I was watching this, the fifth episode. I was like, this show does not pass the Bechdel test at all. Oh, Granted, God, the no. Bechdel test did not exist at this time, but I'm just like, how, how am I still compelled? I am impressed at me. <laughs> This grown woman to still be compelled to care because I'm like, y'all only talk about this. I mean, truly, this dunderheaded boy this whole time who has nothing to offer. This and muppet of a person. <laughs> Not a muppet okay, of okay. a person. Do you know what is mind blowing about what you just said, Max Kostrak? What? I looked Matt Miller up. His middle name is Kermit. Whoa. Amazing. The roots run deep. The run roots deep. run deep. Run so deep. Just but like yeah. the trees. <laughs> like the trees. Like I just love the fact that you're still compelled because because they actually care. It's not like these women are trying to like they're they are trying to date Tenchi or be Tenchi's partner for forever. But at the same time, they do actually care about each other, at least to some degree, right? Like yeah, they have a that. relationship with each other. Correct. That, that is Yeah, they don't purely exist in relation to Tenchi. Correct. And also yeah. Tenchi is not really, I would go as far as to say that Tenchi does not really feel like the point of view character for this show. No, I agree He's with that. He's in all the scenes and things pivot around him, but it, it 
it feels like he's just kind of there and you know we mm-hmm. we we get an understanding of him but we're not really seeing the world through his eyes no Mm-mm. oh wow what's it like men out there wanting <laughs> feeling like a plot device hmm <laughs> i wonder what that's like Maybe what he'll get fridged if we fridge in the next you. Episode. <laughs> I was gonna say, what we, Actually, I mean, he does get fridged at the end of this fridged. episode. <laughs> he just got fridged. He just got fridged. So what yep. does it feel like, fellers? Huh? Mm. Happy that you just got Deadpool girlfriended. Yeah, killing your straights. Yeah. Killing your straights. <laughs> killing your straight. Um, this is this was a big deal for me as a kid. Um, I was not really the the most drama I was watching on television was like Dragon Ball Z, which I don't know. The stakes didn't feel like mm-hmm. this personal a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Ryoko says, I'm going to make you pay and then it cuts to black, I was like, oh, he's not really dead, is he? <laughs> well, she's crying and she was crying. Yeah, so it's just like she's like and you can't there's nothing else but him. So it's like, you know, we think about space. And he's a human, and nobody else is a human. So it's like, yeah, no, it was a big... Oh, yeah, have we established space rules, by the way? Like, no. does, is he just dead, or is this, like, one of those you-can-hold-your-breath-in-space kind of dealios? <laughs> Clearly, Ryoka's not bothered by the vacuum of space. She's fine. No, yeah. I don't but know she's what not, the deal she's is not with a person. Dryans. She's a demon. Yeah, it could be an alien thing. We know that there's at least oxygen on Ryooki, because Tenchi was fine. And that Ryooki can get drunk. <laughs> that is get okay. Drunk. Yeah, we need to just stop and talk about that <laughs> for talk a about second. The drunk spaceship. What a great, just what a great moment for Miyoshi as well. Like <laughs> here, I'm. I don't know what to do. I think I could get. You know, I'm just going to share a, a drink with the ship, and then it ends up helping. And the ship being because, um, uh, I think Kagato even says he's like, I can read your every move. Like I know what's yes, going exactly. to happen. And so. <laughs> A ship employing the drunken master style is very good to me. <laughs> Did you guys feel like Kagato's voice was mixed a little bit lower than everybody else's? Yes. It seemed yeah. like it. A touch. It, it, it's, it stood out to me because the show's sound is usually really good. But mm-hmm. also, I really want him to play that organ. Is he going to? We're going to. I'm hoping we get some. <gasps> okay, it was cool an organ. Ship. If I ever have a spaceship, I want the bridge to include a, a big organ. Yeah, and man. kind of float in the middle of nothing with a bunch of like Roman aqueducts all around me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Roman. Hi, this aqueducts. is um, this is the bridge. It's purely aesthetic. Uh, I can't actually do anything from here. Uh, Not a single thing. It looks extremely cool. <laughs> yeah. This Don't is ask about my how promos. it fits. Right. Don't ask about how it fits. It's a lot of Trump Deloitte. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Like, well, I truly. hope you're looking forward to more. There's going to be some fun space adventures and there's going to be some fun Earth adventures next time as we watch episodes six and seven of the OVA. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned last time, the seventh episode is like a special double length. Well, not quite double. It's 45 minutes instead of 30. And it is like all domestic fun. And I I treasure it. And I hope you all will enjoy it, too. I'm so excited. I definitely will. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to these next two episodes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I just want Ryoko to go ham. I just want Ryoko to just I go. See Ryoko go ham. I want to see yes Mihoshi do at least one more stupid thing that saves everybody's lives. Correct. Yep. Correct. 
Um, Ayaka can be there. Ayaka can exist. Ayaka sometimes gets some really snappy di- like some snappy lines, and I I really appreciate Ayaka for that. I need. I think she's a good part of the chemistry in the. Oh yeah, I'm amazed at how show. much I'm liking her this watch. Yes, because when I was a kid, I could not stand Ayaka. Because she's so snobby. She's so snobby, yeah. but she's like the only one. Like I think what makes Ayaka so interesting is that she is the only one who truly like who won't stray from the reason why sure. she is uh-huh. here and like her focus is what makes her so interesting because ryoko kind of has a plan and me Miho- mihoya mihoshi mihoshi i was like not mihoyo that's that's a game that's a game company mihoshi <laughs> mihoshi is like what up what up like, that's mihoshi's what's entire vibe what's happening yep. <laughs> So it's nice because they all have a different dynamic, which is really important to me. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever wish that um, a big spaceship would, uh, or a, or an alien would come and blow up our school? Every day. Every day, Practically Max. Practically truant. Every day. It really is the dream. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. the dream? <laughs> a bit of a non sequitur. I just, you know, I'm thinking about the, the fantasy of anime and, and the life, the lives we could be leading. Yeah, absolutely. Anime shows us these lives. You know, it's one way to look in on, on what could be. Yeah. Just how much cooler, like, you know, like I'm, I'm at like this cool, but I got to get to that cool, you know, mm-hmm. not cool enough. You'll get there someday, Stevie. Someday I think we'll it's a dream. There. Thanks. You know, working bobas, getting them bobas, getting them spaceships. Let's go. Bobas? Yes. Can we say like, boobs? Boobs. Oh, boob. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like picking up some boba tea great, before we head nope, out into space. Talking about great big no, mommy we're, milkers. We're talking, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Ariel is nips, y'all. We didn't even mention that on the show. How all the boobs are smooth like cue balls. <laughs> and nobody has hair. No, nobody everybody has any is hair. smooth. No hair. Wow, aliens are uh, aliens are so strange. <laughs> so strange. Okay, we gotta end. That, that bell means this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you, and if you'd like to follow us online, you can at Anime Club Pod. I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore Costrack. Uh, if folks want to find you on the on the internet, where where can they do yeah, that? You can find me on Twitter. I'm Safety Dog. It's Max underscore Attacks. I don't really do anything special there, but you can come say hi. And how about you, Stevie? Well, you can find me also on Twitter as a smattering, all one word. I'm also on Instagram with the same handle. Come see me do karate and stuff, I guess. Just like my favorite anime. <laughs> oh, yes, karate anime. Those are coming up soon. Uh, since our show is so new, the best thing you can do to support us is leave a five-star review with a rating on Apple Podcast or your podcast platform of choice. If you leave us a five-star review that's particularly funny or entertaining, I will read it on the air. And again, the, the no chicken-headed shit rule applies. It's got to be no funny. No chicken-headed shit. It's got to be entertaining. Absolutely yes. none. Be cool. It's mm-hmm. not that fucking hard. <laughs> it's 
Probably not. Actually. I'm, I'm drawing a hard line right now. Same as with the no chicken it's head. It's not shit. hard to be cool. Come on, don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. <laughs> also, also, fuck we around. respect you, and please give us a five star rating. Yes, please. <laughs> And again, we are so glad we got to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you at the next meeting. After School Anime Club is a proud member of the Moonshot Network. Find more great shows like ours by following at Moonshot Pods on Twitter and Moonshot Network on Twitch. You can also support the work we do at patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork.